Tina Desiree Berg, and welcome to the 34th. The truth about the one true pro-choice Democrat in the race, right? Just one. Uh, we want to welcome the chairs of the California Democratic Party and the Los Angeles Democratic Party, Rusty Hicks and Mark Gonzalez. They'll be joined on stage by presidents of various Democratic clubs. Mr. Hicks. Big round of applause. Woo! Let's give it up for Dominique one time. He's doing a phenomenal job as well as our assembly member. How are we doing, Los Angeles? Are we ready to elect Karen Bass, mayor of Los Angeles? We've got 12 days to make it happen. And in just a few days is Halloween. In Halloween, folks like to pretend to be something that they're not. And when you're a billionaire, you spend a lot of money on your costume. Like 80 million on your costume. Pretending to be something that you're not. Pretending to be a Democrat when you're a lifelong Republican. Pretending to be your pro-choice when you've got an anti-choice record. Pretending you're away from Donald Trump but was a Trump appointee. Well, we are not gonna be fooled by Rick Caruso, are we? Los Angeles is not gonna be fooled by Rick Caruso. And we don't have to just vote against Rick Caruso we can vote for Karen Bass, am I right? Because Karen Bass is the only lifelong Democrat in this race, is the only lifelong pro-choice Democrat in this race. Let's be honest, she's the only Democrat in this race. So it is time for us to get to work. So go to KarenBassGOTV.com to sign up to Make a phone call, send a text, talk to your friends, talk to your neighbors, talk to your family, because we got to do the work to elect Karen Bass mayor of Los Angeles. Am I right? And I want to. Oh my God! Hello, everybody! Hello, Los Angeles! Oh my God! Okay, so look, my name is Adam Conover. You might know me from the show Adam Ruins Everything. Uh, thank you. Today, I'm here to stop Rick Caruso from ruining Los Angeles. Seriously, stop me if you've heard this one before. A right-wing billionaire real estate developer runs for office and says that he alone can fix everything. And oh, by the way, he refuses to release his full tax return and he has a suspiciously even tan. Huh, does that remind you of anybody, you know? Donald Trump was a disaster for America, and Rick Caruso, if we let him catch us sleeping, will be a disaster for Los Angeles. Like, last time I checked, last time I checked, I didn't think the problem in LA was that wealthy real estate developers don't have enough power. Am I wrong about that? Last time I checked, <laughs> Last time I checked, I didn't think that a billionaire who donates to Mitch McConnell to help him overturn Roe versus Wade is very popular in Los Angeles, I guess not. And last time I checked, I thought that we in Los Angeles had had enough of politicians who seek to divide us the way Rick Caruso is doing. The way those politicians on that horrible tape sought to divide us. 
Angelinos are sick and tired of the rich and powerful running our city, aren't we? We demand something better. We demand politicians who will fight for working people. And that is why there is a progressive wave happening in LA right now. I'm just gonna list some victories for you, okay? In CD1, we elected Eunices Hernandez, who beat one of the voices on that horrible tape. And now we have progressive candidates running across the city. We've got Hugo Soto Martinez running in CD13. We've got Aaron Darling running in CD11. We have progressive candidates for the city controller, for the city attorney's office. We've got a measure on the ballot, measure ULA, that is gonna fight to keep tenants in their homes and is gonna create more affordable housing. And most importantly, we have a strong progressive candidate for mayor who has spent her life fighting for working people and her name is Karen Bass. Let me tell you something, Karen is the real fucking deal, okay? Excuse me, they told me not to swear, but it slipped out. <laughs> she has spent her career fighting and winning for working people in LA, so she knows how to get it done. She knows that to solve the housing crisis, we need to build more affordable housing, not more fancy shopping malls. She knows that to fix traffic and to help us get around our city, we need public transportation that is free for anyone to use. We don't need more highways, we need more buses and we need them to be free. And she knows that to solve homelessness, we need to increase mental health services and work with people one-on-one -on -one not criminalize them and send them to prison in the desert like Rick wants to do. That's his literal platform, okay? And Karen knows, Karen knows that if you wanna lead this city, you can't buy votes by spending your personal fortune on ads. You need the support of the people, don't you? We are building a movement and this movement can create change in LA if we power it. That is why Karen needs your help to get out the vote. Are you with her? Okay, so here's what I want you to do. You can phone bank. There are phone banks from Tuesday to Thursday at campaign headquarters, okay? You can volunteer. Go to KarenBassGOTV.com and sign up today. And more importantly, talk to your network. Make sure that your friends, your family, your neighbors, your coworkers know how to vote, know when to vote, have a plan, and to vote no on Rick Caruso, and yes for the progressive movement, and yes for Karen Bass. Kim, and I'm a proud alum of the California Bernie 2020 team. And now I'm the California director with Working Families Party, and we are here to recruit you to elect people-powered candidates up and down the state of California that represent all of us and not just the billionaire corporations. Over the last 40 years, 
of Americans have seen their wages stagnate. The 1% has tripled in their wealth. And the 0.1% has grown sevenfold in wealth. Meanwhile, the cost of everything has gone up. Housing, food, transportation, healthcare. We pay the highest prices for prescription drugs in the country in America. 60% of us are living paycheck to paycheck. But we can change this. We can elect candidates that aren't just funded by big oil, big pharma, and big real estate here in California. Wealth has been redistributed in this country from the middle class to the wealthiest. So we can do this by changing, uh, we can do this by changing who, by voting, and by voting for working family champions. California can do this. In March of 2020, this state nominated Senator Bernie Sanders. for U.S. President. And thanks to you, Senator Bernie Sanders came in first place in 47 out of 53 congressional districts in California. And he did it on a people-powered agenda. Medicare. a former community organizer, a healthcare worker, a mother who has served this great city of Los Angeles for over three decades, Congressman Karen Bass for Mayor of yeah. Los Angeles. So join us, join working families, text 30403 to learn more and join Senator Bernie Sanders in electing Karen Bass to be the next mayor of Los Angeles. Yes! This side, we want you to show us how much you love Karen Bass. The center, we want to see LA. I feel LA. I feel why so many Angelinos braved rush hour traffic to come all the way to Playa Vista tonight. What we know in our hearts and souls is that our city is at a crossroads. 40,000 Angelinos will go to bed tonight on the street and five of them might not wake up tomorrow. The rise in crime has us concerned about the safety of our families and the cost of rent and the cost of living means working two or even three jobs and still barely getting by. And it means more and more people falling into homelessness every day. But we all know that if we don't act now, if we don't win this election, we will return to the day of failed solutions, shelters and warehouses, locking people up, criminalizing poverty. We're not doing it again. We're not doing it again. We know what happens when that is the policy. And we're not going to accept that as the policy. 
So I look around and I look at so many of you, so many of us who are willing to fight for our city, who are willing to fight for our future and who are willing to fight in this election. And my promise to you is that I will always fight for LA and I will always fight for you and with you. With me, what you see is what you get. A lifelong pro-choice Democrat who has always been on your side. And when we win this race, we are going to get big things done together. Now, 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 that other guy, that other guy. Bankrolling anti-choice Republicans like Mitch McConnell, except an appointment from Donald Trump. You know, I didn't have to get on a campaign bus to discover East LA, Hollywood, Silmar, or Pico Union. I'm not a tourist. I'm an Angelino. And I, 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 didn't, uh, I didn't register as a Democrat three weeks before launching my mayor's race. I mean, I didn't do that because I'm a lifelong Democrat. So Los Angeles, the people of the city are on our side. The Democratic Party, Senator Padilla, the LA Times, Lao Pinon, Planned Parenthood. This is who is standing with us. It's because they know what you feel that this election is our chance to move LA in a new direction, a direction to make sure that Los Angeles becomes a city where we end homelessness. A city where people feel safe and are safe. And a city that doesn't price us out is so unaffordable that we can't even afford to live in the city where we grew up a city that counts us in. And that's why I'm running for mayor to get big things done. Now, now, the other guy, on the other hand, has spent his life getting very, very rich. And now he's using his riches to lie about his anti-choice Republican history and to lie about me. Do you know that nearly $90 million has been spent on misleading ads and more is to come? Do you know how many Angelinos could be housed with $90 million? Thousands of Angelinos could be housed with $90 million. It's a con a developer who has never once built one unit of affordable housing and whose rent cost in his properties over $6,000 a month. And now we are supposed to believe that he is gonna solve the crisis, the crisis of working people. If we are going to solve homelessness, reduce crime and lower our cost of living, we need leaders that we can trust. My life has been defined by stepping up during a crisis and getting the job done. 
My life has been defined and dedicated to fighting for social and economic justice because I was their age once upon a time. <laughs> and I decided when I was their age once upon a time that I wanted to spend my life fighting for justice and I hope that they make that commitment too. Because the fight for justice never ends and we always need the next wave, the next generation to pass that baton on to. Which is why when I met these young folks and they said they wanted to be involved in the campaign, one thing they told me is, is that do you think that we could possibly have a chance to meet Senator Bernie Sanders? And I, and I told them, well, you know, uh, I'll ask it. Because one thing I know about the senator is that he is as committed as I am to that next generation. He has dedicated his life to fighting for working people. He believes that health care is a right, that housing is a right, that clean and healthy environment is a right. And something tells me that he has an opinion or two about billionaires in public office. So I just want to ask Los Angeles, Los Angeles, do you feel the burn? what I came to LA for is to elect a very good and decent human being who has been a leader in Congress on all of the economic, 
social, racial, and environmental issues that we face. She has been a leader in Congress, and she is going to be the leading mayor of a major city in this country. Now, I want to do something tonight that is not often done by politicians. I'm going to tell you the truth. And the truth is, the truth is that we live in an unprecedented moment in American history where the challenges we face today are more difficult than at any time in our lifetimes. That is the reality. I wish I could tell you something else, but that is not the case. So in the midst of these unprecedented moments, we have an unprecedented midterm election. And this entire election, from LA to Vermont and all across this country, is whether or not we stand up for justice and decency, or we vote for people who are trying to tear us apart. Yes, this issue, this issue, this campaign is about whether or not women will be able to control their own bodies. Unbelievably, in the year 2022, the Supreme Court of the United States said that women are too dumb to make their own decision. Well, we say otherwise. We say the Supreme Court is awfully dumb in terms of their decision. This campaign is about whether we deal with the existential threat of climate change. And I don't have to tell you what is going on in this country and in the world. We are looking at the last eight years as the warmest years on record. We are looking at more drought, more floods, more extreme weather disturbances. And in terms of disturbances, we're not going to allow a handful of people to disrupt this meeting. This national campaign is not just 
about the right of women to control their own bodies. It's not only about the crisis of climate change. It is about, and I never would have thought that as a U.S. Senator, I would have to say this. It is about whether or not this great country remains a democracy. Too many brave men and women have fought and died to defend American democracy, and we're not going to let Trump and his right-wing extremists deny us what we have fought for. So I got news for all the right-wing extremists out there. Trump lost the election, Biden won. But when we look at the crises that we face, it's not just Trump and right-wing extremists. When we talk about a vibrant democracy, we have together end a corrupt political system that allows billionaires to buy elections. And they're trying to buy the election here in LA and they're trying to buy it all over this country. That is not democracy. And we are together going to overturn this Citizens United decision. And we are going to move to public funding of elections. A young lady just came up to me a few moments ago. She said, Bernie, you inspired me to run for the school board, and I'm so proud of that. And I want all of you to think about jumping into politics and running for office, but I don't want you to have to spend half your lives begging for campaign contributions from billionaires. So this election nationally it's about a woman's women's rights. It's about climate change. It is about preserving our democracy. But it is even more than that. Right now, in California, in Vermont, and all over this country, you got 60% of our people who are living paycheck to paycheck. That's right. Now, I grew up in a family that lived paycheck to paycheck, and many of you are in the same boat. And our job as a nation and as people who are standing up for justice is to finally create an economy in this country that works for all of us, not just the billionaires. I want to tell you something that you don't see on TV because these billionaires own the networks. They don't see it too much in the newspapers. But here is the reality. While millions and millions of our people struggle today to put food on the table, to put away a few bucks so maybe their kid might be able to get a college education, try to pay the escalating cost of rent, while working families struggle and in many cases fall further behind, 
we have never had a moment where the richest people are doing as well as they are today. So that's what the economy is about. Middle class declining, 500,000 people who are homeless, and the billionaire class is making out like bandits because they are bandits. That's right. Today, you got more income and wealth inequality than we have ever had in America. Today, three people own more wealth than the bottom half of American society. That is not what America is supposed to be about. Today, the CEOs of the large corporations make 400 times what their workers make. Today, the top 1% owns more wealth than the bottom 92%. And let me tell you something else about these people on top who are doing so extraordinarily well. You know, we have in this country a lot of addiction problems. I know you got it here in LA. We got it in Vermont. People are addicted to alcohol. They're addicted to drugs. They're addicted to cigarettes, sometimes even to food. Addiction is a serious problem. But I'll tell you what these billionaires are addicted to. They are addicted to greed. They have billions and billions of dollars. But that's not enough. They want to elect people who will cut Social Security and give them even more tax breaks. They want to crush workers who are trying to form unions and fight for decent wages. So tonight we say to the billionaire class, we are sick and tired of your greed. This country belongs to all of us, not just a few. Now, you know, some of these Republicans run around the country and they're talking about inflation and it's all Joe Biden's fault or Bernie Sanders' fault. So let me tell you about inflation. Hard to imagine why Joe Biden is responsible for inflation being 10% in the UK. <laughs> Hard to understand how Bernie Sanders is responsible for 11% inflation in Europe. Or any of us are responsible for the inflation that is taking place all over the world. Inflation has been caused by the pandemic and the breakdown of supply chains. It has been caused by the horrific, horrific war and destructive war in the Ukraine. But I want to tell you the major reason that we are seeing 8% inflation in America. And 54% of the cost of inflation is a direct result of corporations jacking up profits so that they are making record-breaking profits today. All right, you want to know why gas, six or seven dollars a gallon here in LA? Well, you should know that in the second quarter of this year, 
the five largest oil companies made $59 billion in profit in one quarter. Want to know why people can't afford to fill up their gas tanks? ExxonMobil's profits in the second quarter are up 280%. Chevron's profits are up 277%. ConocoPhillips up 146%. The major food companies are enjoying record-breaking profits at a time when the elderly and working families are having a hard time purchasing food at the grocery store. While the cost of prescription drugs is going off the charts, and in some cases we pay 10 times more than the people of other countries, the three major pharmaceutical companies, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson and Abbey increased their profits by 90% last year. So I want you to think for a moment about the moral implications of this. You got a horrible war in Ukraine, people are dying, it's resulting in inflation. You got this pandemic which took over a million lives in this country, tens of thousands of working people went to work to keep the economy going, to do their jobs, and they died. They died going to work. Yet these greedy bastards on top are taking advantage of all of this. Instead of saying, my God, look at what's going on in the world. What can we do to make life more affordable for working people? They are using this moment in order to make record-breaking profits by driving prices up. And that is why, together, we are going to have a windfall profit tax on these people. And let me tell you a little bit more about my Republican colleagues, some of the things they won't tell you. Oh, they are very concerned about the national debt. Oh my God, they stay up nights worrying about it. And that is why they want to repeal the estate tax, which is a tax that only applies to the top one-tenth of one percent. And if that estate tax was repealed, and they want to do that, it would mean the national debt would go up by $1.75 trillion. Oh, and these are the people staying up nights worrying about the national debt, but they have a partial solution to their problem. You see, they think it's okay to give Elon Musk's family a tax break of over 200 billion by repealing the estate tax. But in order to pay for it, they are prepared to cut Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. So at a time when the rich are becoming much richer, they want to give them almost $2 trillion in tax breaks. 
at a time when many elderly people are struggling to pay for their prescription drugs or heat their homes, they want to cut Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. Those are priorities that we will never allow to take place. This campaign here in LA and all over the country is not only about opposing right-wing extremism, which it is, it's not only taking on the billionaire class and all of their wealth and power, which it is. This campaign must be about something else. It must be our fight for a vision that creates a nation and a government that works for all and not just the few. And what does Karen, what do Karen and I and all of you understand what has to be done? It is not complicated. For a start, in America, if you work 40 hours a week, you should not live in poverty. Raise the minimum wage to a living wage. In America, workers have the constitutional right to form unions. We all know that in order to rebuild the middle class in America, we have got to rebuild the trade union movement. And I want to congratulate all of those people all over this country who are standing up and fighting for unions right now. They're doing it at Starbucks, they're doing it at Amazon, they're doing it all across the country. And what Karen and I and you understand as we rebuild America, that this country must join every other major nation on earth in guaranteeing health care to all as a human right. No honest person can defend the dysfunctional healthcare system that exists right now. You may not know this, but we are now spending twice as much per person on healthcare as do the people of any other country, $12,000 per person. And yet despite spending so much money, we got 85 million Americans who are underinsured or underinsured. So tonight I tell the insurance industry, the function of a rational healthcare system is not to make tens of billions in profits for the insurance industry, it's to guarantee healthcare to all of our people. And what Karen and I and you understand is that in a competitive global economy, we have got to make sure that we have the best educational system on earth. It is a disgrace. In my state, I don't think it's much different in California. In my state, it costs a working person $15,000 a year to find a childcare slot for his or her kid. 15,000 bucks a year. 
We have hundreds of thousands of bright young people today who want to go to college but can't afford to do that. And we got 45 million people who are struggling with student debt. What Karen believes and what I believe, that if we're gonna have the best educated workforce in the world, we need radical change to our childcare system. We gotta pay the workers there a living wage, and we gotta make it affordable for every parent in America. And we gotta make sure we got to make sure that every kid in this country, where you come from a working class, low income family, no matter where you come from, yes, you're going to be able to get a higher education because we're going to make public colleges and universities tuition free. And Karen has been a leader in understanding that we can create millions of good paying jobs by taking on the greed of the fossil fuel industry and transforming our energy system away from fossil fuel to energy efficiency and sustainable energy. So I'm here tonight, obviously, to ask you to elect Karen as mayor, but I'm asking you tonight to do even more than that. This is a monumental moment, pivotal moment in American history. And we're up against very powerful people who are funded by billionaires. They have endless amounts of money and they'll use that money any way they can in order to gain power. And one of the things that they try to do is to divide our people up based on the color of their skin, based on where they were born, based on their sexual orientation or their religion or whatever it may be. Now, I was not a great math student, but at the end of the day, I do know that 99% is a bigger number than 1%. And I do know that if we stand together against the greed and power of the billionaire class, there is no limit to what we can accomplish. Yes. And I want you all to continue to have that vision. Yes, all Americans can have health care and walk into the doctor's office without taking out their wallet. Yes, we can have affordable prescription drugs. Yes, all of our people, no matter what their background or age, can get all of the education that they desire. Yes, the United States can lead the world in transforming our energy system and saving the planet. So tonight, I am asking you in the next 12 days to work as hard as you can to elect Karen and other progressives. But I'm asking you to come back the day after the election and continue to struggle to make sure that in America we have the economic justice we deserve, the social justice we deserve, the racial justice we deserve, the environmental justice we deserve.
Real change, real change never comes from the top on down, and it doesn't come from 30-second TV ads. Real change comes when millions of people stand up and say enough is enough. We are prepared to fight and create the nation that we deserve. Thank you all very much.